back to another installment of questions with no answers. You're tuned in to the only station giving you double the information and double the inspiration. WDRB Media and WGIV, the soul of Charlotte. I'm your host, Westside Freeman, coming to you from the west side of Freeman, but still a slave to society. So take a journey with me as we ask all the questions and try to find out why that is. Last week, we talked about education and some ways it could affect your day-to-day life. We did discuss loosely about how art affects life, but this week, I'd like to expand on that and share with you just how much art affects the quality of life alongside day-to-day life. As I stated last week, art can relieve stress and share emotions and ideas, but art is also capable of influencing thought patterns and decision-making processes as well as many other things. Art encourages creative thinking and makes children better students for life. So why was the budget for spending on art classes cut, if not eliminated, in some places so drastically? Not that more or less spending should make a difference on the quality of education being given anyways. Simply put, art is good brain food. Creative thinking is encouraged by engaging children's senses in unrestricted, open-ended play that helps to develop cognitive skills, social skills, emotional skills, and multi-sensory skills as well. From elementary onward, art continues to provide opportunities for brain development and improve self-esteem as well. Now, you might be asking just how that is possible, thinking somewhere along the lines of, but it's just art, isn't it? I mean, like, how can something so small make such a difference? Well, there are several ways that art works to boost self-esteem by such means as instilling pride in those who choose to take part and by increasing opportunities for self-expression and also by increasing an individual's sense of belonging to a community as well as a multifariously accumulated list that these things are largely a part of. When a child puts their heart and soul into a project they can feel an enormous amount of fulfillment when it's complete. In this way, not only children but adults as well can gain a sense of pride in themselves and their works. Furthermore, children and adults alike can be given a way to express themselves and have their voice heard and their interests understood by others, which gives a feeling of acceptance, which is critical to encourage and promote a desire for self-expression. Having a desire to have your voice heard goes hand in hand with encouraging people to vote. And lastly, being a part of certain art programs can help to introduce people to other new people as well as new experiences. This builds an encouragement to engage in social settings while reaffirming the feeling of being a part of a community. From this, people can build trust and even build interpersonal skills to help better be a part of an even larger community in a whole. In all these ways, art works well to build a strong sense of self-esteem in oneself, but it doesn't stop there, not by any means. The more signals sent between two neurons, the stronger the connection grows. 
And so, with every new experience and each remembered event or fact, the brain slightly rewrites its physical structure. Essentially, art helps to grow strong brain function by encouraging thought in relation to memories, experiences, and with relation to events which are typically the subject matter for a great number of works created. This in turn works the brain to great lengths to fire more signals and encourage strong brain function. This is only a small portion of just how art increases brain connectivity and plasticity as well. And is that not the goal that schools work to try and achieve? Art does a number of things for the quality of life. So much in fact that I don't have time to explain them all here in today's show. However, I can list them for you. Also included with increasing brain connectivity and plasticity, art provides a sense of accomplishment. It increases apathy and also increases tolerance. Art strengthens feelings of love, which is ironic considering love's innate ability to promote positive character reinforcement. And art eases the burden of chronic health conditions as well. Art also improves the quality of life for dementia patients and the mentally ill. It is also recognized as a form of healing that has grown since the 1970s. With that being said, along with the fact that art releases dopamine in the brains like that of drugs, art could be considered as a form of medicine or treatment in some cases in the same sense. All in all, art is in everything we do. From how we live, how we think, how we work, to how we were made. People often underestimate just how prevalent art is in the many forms that are constantly available for viewing in one way or another. Congruently, people often fail to see just how much art affects everyone on a daily basis. From the decor in your home to the ambiance selected for a restaurant or any business setting, art is set up and used to invoke specific feelings in order to appropriate desired reactions from potential consumers. There are a number of things art is capable of, from affecting how you feel emotionally to affecting how you grow and develop as a person. Strong character development throughout a lifetime is key to acquiring a taste for the finer things in life. And if you think about cars, clothes, and jewels, and money, and other similar things, then you have not the taste in which I speak of. Ralph Waldo Emerson, a philosopher, a journalist, and a poet of the 1800s, was once quoted saying, Love of beauty is taste the creation of beauty is art and we're gonna take a quick commercial break to listen to this video excerpt that further explains the importance of artwork and how it affects education in the school system this commercial break is brought to you by NNJ income tax service we'll get you the money you deserve located at 4126 Wilkinson Boulevard, 28208, and 901 North Wendover Road, Suite E, 28211. Go see them today for all your tax questions where they will provide you with the answers you seek and the services that will be sure to keep your wallet happy. Make sure you tell them that Westside Freeman sent you. 
In order to help at-risk populations in schools, activities that require rhythm and movement are necessary. Along with interventions occurring in a regular classroom, an arts education is essential for proper brain development in at-risk populations. For any student, the arts can be a positive outlet, coping strategy, and way of communication. If you think about it, many art processes require rhythmic movements and repetition, making it yet another intervention for self-regulation. Painting, drawing, printmaking, ceramics, photography, fiber arts, and others naturally require some type of rhythm. The art can act as a fidget and teach students how to self-regulate. There are many ways that creative processes can help at-risk students. Art projects aid students in channeling their anger through difficult situations, as well as communicate without words. When thinking about larger group projects, students are forced to collaborate and communicate appropriately. They learn how to work and form relationships with others, as well as make good judgments about qualitative relationships. Through the art-making experience, these students learn about taking risks and come to realize it is permissible to fail. Especially for students who have made poor choices in the past, they can learn that it is okay to make a mistake once in a while. There are always opportunities to change individual choices for a better future. The arts also are a natural stress reliever and alleviate depression. Specifically for at-risk youth, self-reflection, acceptance, confidence, healing, and forgiveness can be found in a healthy manner when working within the arts. Art classes are essential for at-risk populations, and the positive outcomes will be seen not only visually, but emotionally and therapeutically as well. Research shows that most at-risk students in school are visual-spatial learners, making the arts a perfect coping strategy. Also, students at risk that have access to the arts in high school, regardless of socioeconomic status, are three times more likely to earn a bachelor's degree than those with no exposure to the arts at all. Students who have access to the arts either at school or as an after-school activity have better results in the classroom and receive better workforce opportunities in the future. It is easy to see how the arts can benefit at-risk populations, but now this question is raised. Why are art programs being eliminated from schools? Mainly in urban areas, art classes have been cut from the curriculum due to lack of funding. Many people do not understand the positive impact that these classes can have on any student, not just at-risk populations. Welcome back. I hope everyone was able to hear and understand what was being said in that video clip. Next week on QW No A, we'll go a little bit more in depth and discuss just how everyone participates in art and the development of art on a day-to-day -day basis in ways that you may not even realize. From how you do your work to how you may live your life. I would like to remind everyone that if you participate or make art in any way, shape, or form to reach out to me on social media and send me a link to your page so I may be able to view the works that you have done. You can get in contact with me over Instagram at westsidefreeman underscore qwna and on Facebook by searching at questions with no answers, all one word, in the search bar. On my Facebook page, you will find a link to my Twitter, and you can also find a link to the SoundCloud where you can listen to all the previous shows that have been aired. Today's show was brought to you all by New Image Barbershop LLC. Every fresh cut is a fresh start. Located at 2060A Airsley Town Boulevard, 28273. Schedule your appointment today or just come on by and see us. We might not be able to change your life, but a fresh start can begin with a new image.
That's it for today. You've been tuned in to the only station giving you double the information and double the inspiration. WDRB Media and WGIV, the soul of Charlotte. With me, your host, Westside Freeman, coming to you from the west side of Freeman, but still a slave to society, as we attempt to ask the questions with no answers as to why that is. Tune in next week for another segment. Until then, it's Westside Freeman saying deuces.